2: The goal, Chris Billy Huddersfield Town! The most famous goal of Chris Philly's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is! Take your place in Division Two, Huddersfield Town. Steve
0: Simonson's boots now. He's missed! Steve Simonson
2: clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town a promotion! Skipper Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town Legend.
3: And he takes that chance! Okay, welcome to the Andy Takes That Chance podcast uh, when the chips were down at Huddersfield Town and the players needed cajoling encouraging and setting on the <laughs> correct path to redemption two men with a close bond stood up two masters of motivation refinement and diplomacy and guided Huddersfield Town to safety I am of course talking about Dale Marsden <laughs> and, uh, and Aaron Afsar. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes, gentlemen. So Huddersfield oh, Town 2, West Brom 1. The result of oh, the my. season that should hopefully see Huddersfield Town safe and banish the ghosts of 2001 and 1973. Uh, I'm Matt Shaw. Uh, with me today is Richard Cosmala <laughs> with his uh, Huddersfield Giants hat on. Uh, Brady Frost. <laughs> Brady Frost in his uh, very wet, nicely decorated, Christmassy-looking front room. And yeah. back with the... AMC Ball, we have Neil the Waponator Wayne, and this episode is sponsored by the brilliant Magic Rock Brewing, uh, where if you check out online, you can get free delivery on orders over £40, which is good during these times of social distancing, as is their taproom at Home Firth, which is social distancing friendly, and hopefully uh, there'll be more news on the one in Berkeley soon. So gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, 9am, I'm half asleep, so uh, forgive me if I nod off halfway. Um, having a two-year-old sometimes can make sleeping tricky. So, uh, first of all, uh, a couple of surprises with the uh, the team selection. Uh, Mr. Willock on the wing after being pretty poor during lockdown, decided to turn into a world-beater against a, a team he had something to to prove against. Uh, uh Chris Willock stood up. Fantastic. What do you reckon?
4: Incredible, mate. I thought we'd signed a new player. I thought we'd got his brother. Was it a brother at Arsenal? But, uh, yeah, just... <sighs> What can you say about yesterday? It was incredible uh, performance. It's amazing. I mean, you should always be proud of your football club and and who you support. But we've had it. We've had two seasons of pretty much misery. But this morning, and I just want to tell everyone, I'm seal Town. I'm going to be wearing my gear and what have you and stuff. But it is. Uh, I like the facts as well. We we, can, we There were a bit of aggro knocking about, wasn't there? I mean, Steeman and uh, I can't remember the guy with the elbow, but that. We, it felt like we were like David Wagner, didn't we? Cano, yeah. yeah, we were getting stuck in. We were really up for it. it. It was totally alien to most of the performances since COVID and maybe all the season. And uh, while I never saw the ending coming, I did enjoy what we were about yesterday. And uh, we were battling, we were fighting. I thought, O'Brien Brian, outstanding, culminating in the stunning pass for the goal. And yeah, Chris Willock, it was it was incredible. He wasn't playable only first twenty 30 minutes and. They didn't know what to think. Definitely, uh, you know, the, the fact that his West Brom employee uh, must have had something to do with it, I thought. But it was, uh well, don't you just love a surprise in life? Everything's so predictable, isn't it? You know, Leicester won the Premier League, but everything else is just predictable. You know who's going to win everything, but that's probably why the, the bookmakers are so uh, rich, because I know people probably say, well, they could do. Let's be honest, we never thought that were going to happen. And it were unbelievable, really. And uh, the ending—every good film needs an happy ending—and we got it, man.
3: Uh, all hugs and uh, everything on the touchline, Brady. Uh, one per one player I think's been outstanding in, in the last two games. As is, is Cosie goes full Kurt Angle there and drinks his milk. The the one player that I think's been really good, Brady, last two games, and he's maybe gone under the radar a little bit. But the back four in particular has been excellent. Trevor is receiving a lot of plaudits for his 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 role at right back. But one man who's made a difference at the, at, at centre-back is Richard Stearman, who's come back in and he's been outstanding the last two games. What about this back four then? And, and Jonas Losel as well. is, He's after, you know, maybe he should have come for that ball at Luton and maybe he's feeling that he's let us down on that occasion. But he's been outstanding. The back four has been outstanding. And, and Udersfield Town's success uh, in post-lockdown has really been built from the back, hasn't it, Brady, with these uh, clean sheets as well? Although, obviously, we conceded one yesterday, which was offside, way. But-
0: yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think I was really chuffed when we signed Stierman. Um, You know, I think he's he's that one who's going to jump for the headers and get a bit nasty, whereas Schindler would prefer not to do that. Um, yeah, I think um, it's crazy, isn't it? I, I feel like we, we've kind of got like an established back four now. I think Schallerberg, uh, we've praised him quite a lot. It's been great at right back. But yeah, I mean, Stearman's kind of what you need in the Championship, isn't he? I mean, <laughs> I think he... Did probably give away a penalty when he uh, pushed Dean Garner in the face, but um, I thought he was solid. You know, he, he was up for it, and you know he had that with um, like he said how Robson Caru. There was like elbows going on, and you know he he got rattled. So um, yeah, it was. Um, I think he's made a big difference. You know, he wasn't good when he came back from lockdown um, in that working game, but let's be honest, who was? Um, yeah, well, and, uh, he's yeah he's stri- great. I think you know obviously a lot of questions in the summer about what the squad's going to be like and what we're doing going forward but I'm, I'm glad we have someone like him at our club someone who is going to you know get involved with the shithousery and you know rise up to people trying to push him around and giving it a bit back it's, it's what you want isn't it?
3: 9 a.m. Brady, it's 9 a.m. You can't say these words, I and mean, it's not, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Joking. it's not the
5: water shed. Don't matter if it's a.m. and p.m. I know we're at,
3: the, we're at the breakfast shed at the minute. <laughs> no, no, go on, up, <laughs> <laughs> no, no spot on, uh, with us. And, and Neil, um, a once a, a one time winner of uh, I think he was Whopper of the Week, not Danger Zone. Charlie Wapston, yeah, Charlie. Uh, yeah, it's obviously uh, the last time he, he faced Jonas Lusley kicked him in the face on purpose and broke his nose, so um. A few tears for Jonas, then so it was quite nice to uh, have the boots on the other snout, so to speak, and uh, him, uh, him, him crying a little bit himself at the end. And no, obviously, no, uh, no, bit, cl- bit no calm. empathy for him, really.
5: No, absolutely, none. Bit of karma, but to be honest, he's one of those players that when he's against you, you can't stand him, but you'd love him and he'd say, Wouldn't you?
3: Oh, yeah, of course, would he, he,
5: yeah. He's just one of those horrible bastards who you did who just puts his 9am! <laughs> <laughs> But if, if if they're up, if they're up the they're come on, it's uh yeah. It was just one of those. It was very satisfying yesterday, like like the lads have already said. Will look possessed. I mean, he, he hasn't shown any of that since the return from lockdown. As you say rightly about the last couple of games he's come back in and been excellent. Um, Showed what he's all about as proper championship muck and bullets centre half. Won't take any crap, and you can't you can't old man an old man. And I think Robson Carroll tried it yesterday and and came off second best. And the, the, they were a bit naughty with a few things. I mean, in in first half, there were one where um, Sawyer's tried to take out... What, it, what it, Cal- well, he did, didn't he? He took Campbell, Campbell. out the box. Yeah, wiped him, didn't he? So, it's a it, pen. You know, it's I'm a referee. Difficult for him to see that. ant to be fair, could have just looked like a, a stumble. But, yeah, definite pen that. Bit naughty. They give as good as they got. And, uh, overall, I think it shows you that Cowlers have talked a lot about having possession and we've had 60, percent of this and that and other, yesterday it built on other foot and we, and we let them off ball and it worked in our favour because they, they look nervous. They look really, really nervous. If, if proper West Brom turn up yesterday, going by what we'd seen in previous seven lockdown games, they'd have done it. They, I, I, I fear them. I mean, we mean, because we were talking before the game and I, I went nil 3 I'll be honest. I, I just couldn't see how else. But then when you see town, that's all, that's all, that's all we bothered about, in it? I put a tweet out last night that, all we want is them to show that they care. And even if it's only for 90 minutes on a Saturday and rest of the week, they're not bothered. You know, for 90 minutes on a Saturday, show us that you're wearing that shirt with a bit of pride and, and want it like we do. And fair play well, to a man yesterday, coaching staff and players,
4: they all gave us everything. And fully deserved. It was fully deserved win. Neil, that's um, It's 30% possession, mate. Possession's overrated, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
5: That's like I said to you yesterday, because there's only one stat that counts,
4: and it's one that's in top quality
5: at screen isn't it. And that they odds were higher than theirs. And that, that is all that matters. And we got the result that I thought the performance yesterday deserved. You know, it's not all about passing it 18 times round back every time you get it, is it? It's about using the ball well when you do get it. And the lads played yesterday like they cared. And that, that is literally all we asked for. That's all we
4: want. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, when I, I remember saying Unix obviously watched it together when it showed the teams, and you looked at their midfield five and ours, and I thought, Oh my word. I remember I think I sent a message to someone saying, God, it looks in a mismatch, but how wrong can you be? I thought O'Brien were absolutely outstanding. Obviously, yeah. you mentioned there, you know, Willock, really good again. Johnny Og, uh, let no one down there, he was really good. I, I just wondered at 1 1 whether, I mean, you obviously knew they were going to kind of try to come at us, but apart from a little. Probably five minutes in the second half, where I thought, "Oh, oh it's just inevitable." It didn't. I don't think it really materialised the onslaught as well. But, but having said that, it never arrived, did it? No,
5: it never arrived. Which was, I think, that was probably the biggest surprise at the day. To be honest, apart obviously apart from us winning. Yeah. But even the goal that they got should not have stood. I mean, now that's not flagged offside. There were actually three of them off. Mm. You know, Lado put it in. Were off as well. So it's an awful decision, and so many times we see those decisions go against us and. Town, previously, even just in this lockdown spell, you could see having a bit of a wobble and a collapse in a team like West Brom. Because when they scored the lead up to half-time, then you just wanted half-time, didn't you? Because you could see them visibly growing confidence and you're thinking they might get for you. Yeah. And then you can't see a way back. But held out till half-time and came out and put in a good performance. I mean, there's, there's a lot of players. Let, let's not get too excited. It's a good win. Looks like we're staying up. But that don't mask over what's been an incredibly poor season, um, and there's a lot that needs to change at this football club between now and whenever the season starts again, at the end of August, September. There's a lot that needs to change. Um, you know, this one result doesn't all of a sudden shine a golden light over everything that it's all great because it didn't. Um, and after watching that yesterday, there's one player that you really do not want to lose and I think we'll get offers in for him. Uh, Lewis O'Brien, I thought he was absolutely outstanding yesterday. And the, the, on, on the goal, that Pereira who plays for them, top-class footballer, but when he when O'Brien got nudged in the lead-up to the goal, Pereira would have gone for a Tom Daly, money. Whereas O'Brien stays on his feet, plays a brilliant ball through, and Smith-Rowe did what Smith-Rowe does, and we, we were crying out for him, weren't we, because yesterday to get him on. Oh, we were, the, yeah. Pud- even with a pass or anything, he's the one who is our genuine match winner. So to see him come on with a bit of a, it, it sort of, and he could see players visibly lifted by that as well. You know, you're bringing on your best player and the do, you think, it, as I
4: said. do you think it's just because of tiredness or whether it were just kind of a maybe that kind of game? But there were so many free kicks given away by both teams. And I think there's been a lot of that since the restart. And it was so frustrating. Yeah, it went offside, Neil, even though at first I was thinking maybe not, but. It's like don't give him that opportunity. We we we'd done it two or three times before and you're just thinking, no, don't do it. I mean, they did it first ridiculous with the challenge on was it on Toffle? I can't remember it was in it. Uh, Bakuna wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Was it Bakuna? Yeah,
4: Bakuna, yeah. That, that yeah. was just mindless as well. But I mean, to be fair, our first goal Willock took it well, didn't he? he? Because he's not you wouldn't say he's normally an instinctive player. He's not like a no. kind of but kind to it? It yeah. straight forward but keeper it, it just, had a stinker there, didn't he, in that one though. What, what cool. were they thinking?
5: He had a better Amad, didn't
4: he? <laughs> Is that what it's called now? <laughs> but the goal, I mean, the winning goal was sensational. That that takes some doing. That it just looked a classic goal, just kind of bit bereft of what we've seen for most of uh, the season, really. And there's some lovely photos, weren't there, last night? I obviously saw it on the uh, the, the website. Is it? Yeah, it, it mattered, didn't it? And that as well. And I suppose big big kudos for Cowley, really. Yeah, obviously, kind of not being in love with the guy, you know, kind of much recently, but. Balls of steel dropping the uh the front four from uh, from the last game, or you'll probably say resting or what have you. That 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 could have backfired big time. It could it could have backfired, but
5: would it mean been as backfired when he you couldn't hit a cow's ass for a banjo for four or five games? You know, some, some needed to change, didn't it? And fair play to him. And and, and Willet showed it yesterday. it showed yesterday what we thought would sign. It were, you know, that's, that's the kind of player you want to say, somebody who's brave enough to have a go and get round people. And that, that running went on, went round four oh. or five. We couldn't tackle him because our inbox lays <laughs> off a bloody awful pass. And he, and, you know, just really, you know, that, that pass would have been spot on with a chance at goal again. And we created more in the first half yesterday than we have done for about six games altogether.
4: Matt, what stood out for you yesterday compared to some of the other games? Because it did just felt very different, didn't it? Especially as obviously we got the early goal, but it just felt different for me.
3: Felt like more of a plan. I think. Uh, well, um, our mate Stephen enough often writes: if uh, if you sit off town and you give us too much of the ball, then we, we look ponderous with it. Whereby if teams attack us and come at us and um, we need less uh, less passes to get to the other end of the pitch, we look better. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. In that if teams sit off and uh, and don't let us get in behind and get in the pockets then we we don't really have that Aramoy style playmaker anymore to make things happen in the middle of the pitch obrien made that great pass yesterday but you wouldn't necessarily class him as a you know a a, a creative player no. uh, per se but uh, i think when when the game's open that's when we look a lot more threatening we've got pace uh, willock um, in general campbell's not a slouch you would say uh he, he does a lot of hard running up there creates a lot of space for people um his goal scoring records poor we know that you know three in, in 32 or whatever it is uh but but yeah it, for me it's it's quite simply uh if if we're given the the space and uh, if we can get in in those pockets in especially in front of the the opposition back four then then we look we look a half decent side but i think a lot of teams have, have sussed out that if you give us the ball and sit off us then we're not particularly that good and like neil said some things need dress addressing over the summer and that's probably one of them in in terms of a a player who can be a bit deeper than a, an emil smith Rowe type and do a bit more
4: i want to yeah. ask the guys out there comment emil smith Rowe, where does he stand in your town loan signings in your kind of watching history where right. does he stand I, I want people's comments here and that so i mean steve Apple will be trotted out and numerous others but neil what what a player mate and the best thing about it is he's, he's another one. I mean, Arsenal could have been arsey about it. Couldn't have kind of sent him back after, you know, yeah. the, the so-called season finish. He looks like he loves playing for Udersfield Town. The joy on his face when he scored the goal. A brilliant finish. Lad, this was that final whistle, wasn't
5: it? Oh. You know,
4: just that, it just be
5: absolutely beaming. Yeah. And that's what you want to see, in it. And the, the lad is just a, is a massive, massive talent. He's, he's going to have a career, in it. You know, we've yeah. seen lone players come before. We've sort of had cult hero ones, like Undlove came and had that spell and were top class. Leon Knight is the one that probably stands out for me, highly as a as a top loan signing. Absolute nutter, but a great player. <laughs> Steve, Steve Harper, yeah, obviously. Ben Thornley. But Smith-Rowe, just a footballer, isn't he? He's up there quality level with, with when we had Chilwell on loan. Obviously different positions, but he's that for me.
4: Brady, where does he stand in your uh, HTAFC loan uh, sa- pecking order?
0: Can I get that flying? Um Yeah, uh, re- well, in recent seasons, top notch. I mean, I um, uh, for the site, I wrote an article about him, and you know, got a couple of friends who are Arsenal fans, and they spoke really highly of him. I just think he. What really impresses me is how how direct he is, and you know, for what is he nineteen? He seem he, he rarely seems to make the wrong decision um and it's just so impressive and the same to you Cosy, before we started this like uh, if we had him all season you know I think it I do think he's that difference like he's you know I can't think of anyone else in our squad who offers that creativity and is direct and runs at people and you know like like you say I'm really chuffed that he, he seems so pleased when he scored and like you know he's celebrating with the team and he, he's happy to be here and you know I'd love if we could get in next season. I mean, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. But um, yeah. I remember
4: that that first game, Brady at Fulham. You know, if you catch your mind back down there, like we lost a game, but that was one of them where you thought, "Wow, you are watching a proper player." here. Did you remember that game? I just walked out the mm-hmm. ground thinking, "Wow, with this guy, anything's possible." And uh, he's just why you love football, isn't it? I mean, God, yeah. it, I'm not saying Leo Messi because people going to say out oh, the small guy, guy who does runs through kind of defenders and stuff, but you can't help not to love him. I mean, I mentioned the other week that, that tweet I put out about him, I can't remember which game it was, but Arsenal fans grabbed all of it. They were like a thousand likes and yeah. 600 retweets. They must have, they must have seen obviously what he's done in the academy and the future. I just hope is he kind of lives up to the billing. I mean, we got Ben Chilwell, right? Didn't we? He's been sensational. Uh, and we, but yeah, I think he's another one that we didn't kind of mention, but he, uh Oh. I think he, if he's managed right and he has the right desire, he, he can be whatever he
5: wants. He, he, he's just got it on it. He? He's just got it. I mean, that finish yesterday was not an easy finish. O'Brien pinged that pass through to him. One touch out of his feet and it didn't break net. He just put it in space where a keeper couldn't get it. and It's a you know, brilliant goal. Mm. Certainly, uh, it got a bit of a cheer in our garden here, didn't it, mate? <laughs>
4: you have birthday as well, Neil, wasn't it? Absolutely. What a present, yeah. man. Absolutely. Oh,
5: I've, n- I've never seen Town play on my birthday before obviously when it being in July so to, to get that and to win like that yeah
4: oh, what, what a way to celebrate his 60th mate absolutely outstanding <laughs> well, well done <laughs> ah, he's, he's carried on again uh, Trevor Chalabar I mean we talked about him on, on was it Wednesday when we did the pod but he just slotted in seamlessly really I mean my only worry about him yesterday was him maybe getting a red card because I mean the referee were a bit of a red weapon wanting pretty much oh, all yeah. game but it I just I would have been worried that second challenge that he had I thought when they were kind of pushing the guy, I thought, what is mm. he doing? But he's the way he's going. I mean, there's only one more game, but it'd be one of I think if he didn't sign, I wouldn't be devastated, but I'd be pleased if he did, I think, for another year.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd get him back next season. I think he's the thing is, as well, because he's so versatile. Like, we can play him in midfield as well. We could play him at centre back if you want to do it as a three. And he's, you know, he's got the height and he, He's direct, like a runner, players, you know, and it's good from the back. So I, I'd keep him, I think, for me, most improved player this, this season, really. Fair. We, we, not, we don't need him, though, do we? Because we've got a floor coming back at the end of the season, aren't we?
2: <laughs>
4: God, yeah. T- there's so many guys coming <laughs> back at that you that, you <laughs> that exist, don't you? That, that don't wanna, you don't want to spoil it now, Neil. We're just at a positive kind of start to this uh, <laughs> podcast and that as well. But you know,
5: yeah. the only thing that surprises me is that. Um this is going to probably sound really shitty, but they get sort of talked about a lot for great coaching and spotting stuff, from what out of you. But we've gone through signing Danny Simpson on an absolute fortune. Why didn't anybody realise that Trev could play there a while ago? And why haven't he been playing there for the last six months?
4: It's a big question, isn't it? Matt, what are people saying out there, mate? Is anyone watching, by the way? Because it's quite early in... Uh... Lutus Liversidge. Oh, can he hear us? I don't think he can hear us. No, God. I'll have to uh, read a few comments Luffy. out on that as well. But... Are, you talking to, are you
3: talking to me, sorry? Yeah, yeah I was
4: just saying what are people are uh, Sorry, out Zoom, there? Zoom
3: keeps. Yeah, my, my Zoom connection keeps dropping in and out all the time on speeding and slowing yeah. up. It's That's really what mad. you get for living in Leeds, mate, you know. I know, uh, uh, fireworks going off all over the place. Uh, yeah, so uh, thanks to everyone who's, uh, who's watching and uh, chipping in. So we've got... Well, I'll say that we've got Ted Chippington in the room, so that's uh, an unintentional <laughs> pun. Uh, a couple of people, Pete Collins said, "I told you guys we beat West Brom, didn't we?" And he did actually. Sat here and said we, uh, the other day, <laughs> and said,
5: well, we "Never in doubt." Pete. So Never in play, doubt. Pete. Pete. I read that and thought he'd lost the plot. To be honest, so well done, mate.
4: <laughs> <sighs> Hope we had some money on it, Pete.
3: Yeah. So Dom Lister's praising the job the Cowleys have done. Um, Lee Oates as well. Uh, yeah, said so they got it. Yes, spot on yesterday with their tactics. In, in terms of the loans, uh, Aaron Moy was one. I was going to say um, he was on loan, wasn't he? When he came, he, he was head and shoulders above any loan I think we've ever had. Um, Izzy Brown, Casey Palmer. I would, I would probably put to be fair. Yeah, I would probably put uh, Izzy Brown above. Yeah, ML um, Smith Rowe as well. I think in terms of output. Um Yeah, there's a f- there's a few output. coming through. Uh, Dag Barnett, obviously. Uh, he, he He's a man who knows quality. He mentions uh, Des Hamilton, um, who was uh, <laughs> a quality lone player. Michael Johnson. Past, uh, <laughs> One of, oh, Michael Williams. Sorry, <laughs> and, Michael uh, Johnson. Yeah. Simon Michael did. Johnson's a runner. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Um, yeah, yeah. there was an Andy Williams who was awful in midfield, oh, wasn't man. he? And then there was a, another Williams who played left back who was okay. Um, oh, there's no there. Ronnie Robinson, no Matt. No, God, you know, that season we had so many bad left-backs, didn't we? With Anyway, we've moved on. We've moved on. Uh, yeah, so uh, we've got a lot coming through. Christian Kudarenko says, uh, foot, um, who's he talking about here? Aaron Moy, about his football brain being impressive, or ML smith Throw even. Uh, and he's always on the half turn to, fa- to face forward. A class player we can only hope we can get him back next season on a long-term loan. Uh, and Pete Collins says he got uh, 11 to 4, 50 quid on, so uh, beers are on you, Pete, as well, I think. And yes, Dale Peter. Marsden's in the room as well, Dale. Oh, Dale, you've got he... to tell us about this. Come on, more man. Dale the, yeah, the, uh, the absolute hero of the hour, Dale Marsden, says a brilliant <laughs> response Mortimer. last night. Just a bit of fight. <laughs> all down to you, all down to you, mate. Uh, just a bit of fight and pride for the shirt is what we've wanted all season. It's been lacking. A massive relief to have more or less stayed up. Rebuild starts now, and uh, Terry is 7-2. Mike. Uh, he he wanted the uh, the live stream started immediately after kickoff last night, but uh, he said Callum made a comment about if we beat QPR, it's our highest finish apart from the promotion season. That speaks uh, quite a lot about the job they've done uh, as well. Uh, I think uh, yeah, beat Millwall, he says, and we finish uh, potentially could finish 16th, but that depends on the results, and that's what uh, the Cowleys are going for.
4: Someone tweeted, cheers Matt. Someone tweeted me today. I don't know who it is, but there's no one ever stopped up after the start that we had. Uh, really. Yeah, I mean, Brady. I've said it so many times, but we were in such a mess at that point, weren't we? Uh, Sheffield Wednesday kicked us backside. I think we got a draw against Millwall, but to, to stay with one game go. I know you shouldn't be kind of breaking the champagne out, but it's a quite achievement from the Carly brothers, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like we we've talked about it so many times. Like what, one point after eight games, like that's it's it's nearly you know quarter of the season and. Um, you know, I think the Cowleys have got a lot of stick in the last couple of weeks. I mean, Luton, yes, fair enough, but they don't want to last of them, um, you know, and it's difficult. And we've talked about this, it's, you know, Schindler and Hogg, they were great players. And I, I think that's a mentality thing and a, a, a confidence thing. And I think that's throughout the squad, to be honest, but... Yeah, like like I say, I wanted counties as the first choice, and um, I think I think they've done what was asked of them. It's been difficult circumstances. Obviously, we've had the pandemic. Um, I think, given how we were going before the pandemic as well, I think we would have been safer a lot sooner. Um, that's what I think anyway. And I yeah, I, I feel good. I feel good with them. Um, you know, I know we've talked about the county style and how we've not really seen that because it is kind of a needs must. But you know, I think if they get the right backing and the right support. I think they'll do, I think they'll do a good job. And I see, I see us kind of going, you know, hopefully they get players in that they want and I can kind of see us going up, not up promotion, but, you know, climbing up the table and playing some, hopefully some good stuff, you know, like, like Neil said, you just want, you want people giving it their all for town, you know, on a Saturday. And we saw that yesterday. And, you know, I I think they get the right players in more players who will do that, like you and, and, you know, a bit of creativity and flair as well. Um, INC positive things you know we wouldn't have got Smith-Rowe if Cowley if wasn't the boss that's his connections at Arsenal and I, I think they're young and up-and-coming managers and they've you know won everywhere they've been I know we're a bit different here but I think the fact that they've done this um, you know is testament to I, I'd struggle to think any other manager who could pick us up and keep us safe given the start we had this season
4: Brady, mm. I, love, I love the fact, mate, that you've got a couple of arrows pointed up, just especially for the background. Excellent.
5: What it does show is that the sacking of Jan Siever couldn't have come any later. Very mm. much just about scraped up with the game left. You know, if it's left it another couple of weeks and you play another couple of games, yeah, you're out of time, aren't you?
4: Mm. Big but time. That, that's the fine line. Matt, we saw Life without Carl and Grant last night for what, 65, 70 minutes. Do you think that's how it's going to be? Life without Cal Grant, or will tell next year. I'll put you on the spot, mate. That's
3: uh, a big call. I mean, there's been a few people. Oh, it's a Karen Grant for a second, then. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but... Yeah, um, yeah. I think he goes in the summer. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's scored enough goals. Uh, got himself a, a good enough reputation. Um, you know, a lot of the goals are penalties and and set pieces, but you know they all count at the end of the day. Um, 18 goals is it this season that he's got? Yeah. Uh, you know, he may he may end up on twenty, and you know, if you get in and around twenty goals, and you're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna be interested. Uh, for me, he's always been a Premier League finisher, but a League One footballer in many sense, in many way, in many senses of the uh, the phrase. Uh, but I think goal scorers are so rare and so such a precious commodity, if you like that. Uh, that yeah, there's definitely gonna be interest for someone who can put the ball in the back of the net. Because at the end of the day, as they always say, it's the hardest thing to do. And um, and he's he's very good at it, so uh, so yeah, I would imagine that it'll have to be a very sort of niche setup for him to succeed, uh, one that could service him and uh, and and not have him running the line by himself, etc. But um, but yeah, I, I would imagine that he'll go in the summer. Um, but I'd be quite comfortable with that if we could rebuild that front line, so there's more goals shared out rather than being set up to service one player in particular.
4: Neil will we be singing his electric? Come uh, well, it be October if Boris gets his way, but uh, will we be singing that next season?
5: No, not for Carlin Grant anyway. So unless you sign somebody else from Charlton, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, not 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 a prayer easy next season. Um, and I think he's one of those that has visibly looked disinterested. If we're being honest, I know we're still trying to be positive and talk about. Yes, it's been a great night, but you've got to look at the eight games of since we've come back, a couple of penalties. He's he's looked completely disinterested to me. Um, And it's... As much as he scores goals, it's really, really hard to get behind somebody like that who's pretty much... You can see he's already got one... Well, I think he's got one and a half feet out the door. He's just ready to go go hold the handle and close it behind him, isn't he's um, He's he's done. But if you flip that round a bit, cost us two million quid. We're going to get a lot more than that for him. So... Overall, been been a good signing, and it's just one of them. Isn't it? go crack on; he'll do will do same somewhere else. Good luck for him, but it's all about Huddersfield time.
4: Another one for you, Neil. So let's be honest, mate. You tweeted from the pod account last night about Andy King. It wasn't us; it was you. Obviously, we had a first a first half like that. What prompted you to uh, to say that? Is it something that we're getting on your go, Andy King, or would you just did it just stand out for you because? Quite a few people said the opposite, to be I mean,
5: honest. I think stand out is probably the opposite to what I think he's done since he signed, to be honest. I think I just think he's been anonymous. For somebody who's won Premier League, you know, less you know, four years ago, he's just uh, he's been anonymous. Little, little bits, little bits of tidy stuff, but I expect him to come in and with the quality he's got and his background, I expect him to come in and really grab games and, and stand out, you know, let... Let the enforcers do do the horrible stuff and give him ball and let him play and, you know, a few goals from distance that he's, that he's known for. And he's just been poor. I mean, to be fair, if we hadn't seen the team last night, we were talking about this watching it, weren't we? If we hadn't seen the team last night, it's got to half time. You don't know he's playing. And I know the people have seen stuff and thought he's had a good game last night and whatever else. It's all opinion, in it? That's all it is. You know, we I not a to fall out with people. It's just, you know, my, my opinion is we can do a lot better and he's, he's been pretty poor in my opinion. So I don't think he'll be getting renewed. Um, good and good luck. Not
4: for me. Brady, Andy King, stay go for you or not really an opinion, mate?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of agree with Neil. Um, I, I thought when we signed him, I was like a good experienced pro. Um, you know, that's kind of what we need. And he's not, you know, he's not really he'd done much and, you know,
1: Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: I don't think he'll be on... I don't think he want cheap wages either. And I think if, if we're being honest, I don't think he's done anything to deserve... I know he's out of contract, um, but I, d- I don't think he's really done anything in the township, unfortunately. You know, he's not made that key pass or um, anything like that. I suppose... It was good to see O'Brien in the number ten role at the start, and I suppose that's having someone like King. But you, you know, we've talked about it. There's going to be loads of free agents out there. Um, you know, we'll see what the transfer is like. But I think, yeah, you could get someone else. He's not, for me, he's not done enough in the town shirt to justify signing him. Tell
4: hey, you one thing, I want your opinion on, guys. So, you've, I know what you're going to say anyway, but but I'm still going to ask it. Last night's goal was a debacle, and who knows, that might have cost us a place in the championship, but maybe a bit of exaggeration there. Obviously, VAR has not been the best. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? Would you want VAR in the championship?
3: Uh, That's no. fine. It's the idiots that use it.
5: I, simple, I simple as that. Therein lies the problem. It's all right having technology, but it's got to be implemented correctly. Goal line technology is good because it's instant. and it's, it's And it's there. done by
3: a... Is done by a computer, not a yes, human. That's, but that's my issue.
5: The, the problem with violence, it's still opinion. Mm. So you're always going to get opinions that don't match. I mean, the penalty that Manu got the other day, come on, have a day off. How can anybody see that as a penalty? And like, like last night, yeah, it would have been flagged offside. But overall, I'll be honest, I much prefer natural human error from the officials on the pitch by going and judging it, and the big pause for—I mean, it's spoiled. It's spoiled Premier League for me. When when you watch games I mean, I very very rarely watch any Premier League football now. Um, I didn't really watch that much other than us when we were there, to be honest, because all, all the VAR stuff and the technology and what have you—it's it's just not—it's not for me. I'm, I know a lot of people like it and think it can improve the game, but it can only improve the game if it's done right and VAR
0: is so far from being done right. It's unreal. Not for me. It's like no. I think yeah. I think the thing is as well, um, you know, just look how we're using it in England compared to other countries. We're the ones who seem to be having the most issues with it. I know it's the first season, but I do think um, certainly in the Premier League, i found there is a kind of a bit of an arrogance with the refs. And, you know, like you say, it's all opinion. Whereas, you know, Germany have used it for a couple of years now and like, America, you know, NLS and stuff, they use it, and there's, there's not as half as many problems. Like you said, the issue is people saying, oh, it's an elbow or it's, in, you know, a, a big toe offside, and it's like, well, no-one wanted VAR for that. That's not what it was used for. It's to use for people who were miles offside, not people who were, you know. That, so, that probably spoils itself there, Brady. You've absolutely nailed it
5: in that, you know, you're getting offsides because somebody's elbow is over at line. Hmm. It's rubbish anyway because he he can't score with your arms, so that shouldn't count. But like yeah. a heel, a heel offside or a toe, yeah, garbage. That ain't offside. That no. is not way that's offside.
4: It's like what you say though, Neil. It's not. It's always going to be debate. I mean, like that Fraser Campbell thing. That when he got kind of kicked in the first half when he was running through and in the box, and again, there's so many things. I mean, that you couldn't really fault the linesman. I suppose maybe you could for the for the goal that they got, but. If it was all about, you know, was Lossell's vision impede, I think it was a tough one to, to well, kind of call.
5: It started was they, they made it very loud about clear and obvious. That's what they kept saying: clear and obvious. And there's so much of it that's still beyond grey. That it's, it's just, it's it's just not for me. I I just don't like it. And I, you know, football's about passion and excitement and. You know, it's if everything's gonna get stopped because we need to just check if somebody's back to were offside or you know, come on. If if somebody's if somebody's made a certain run, I mean there were one and I can't remember what team it was, and it was it were flagged, it were given offside by VAR, even though his feet were behind because of I think it were Norwich actually, and it were that pokey, and because of how he'd made the run. The top half of his body. I remember that. Yeah. Was offside, but his feet were behind. Mm. How was that offside. <laughs> that's perfect timing on a striker's run for me. So mm. to, to, to to give stuff like that because his head's beyond that line. Nah, they've got to use common sense when when they're doing it. And unfortunately, there's very little of
0: that with officials in England. Well, that's, that's it. That's not what it's for, was it? It was, you no, know, it was no. for people bowling it blatantly in the box. It was for yeah. dirty challenges that go and missed. I think that, yeah. I think that's the issue with it. I think VAR could, could be better and be improved. I mean, I'm not going to, given how we've used it in England, I'm not going <laughs> to rush to say, oh, I should be in the Championship. But I think that's the thing. It's like, like Matt said, like Neil, like we've all said, it's not necessarily VAR, it's how it's being used. That's the issue.
4: Back to town, Matt. So Richard Stearman, interesting character, this guy, isn't it? Because I think he's one of those, when he's bad, he's very bad. But I think, I think he's been pretty good, to be honest, since he's been with us. He seems to care. And I do like the fact, he, the fact. Oh God, I didn't swear there, but I do like the fact he gets raged, crazy as the craze, crazy. Yeah. No fan, so fan, man. <laughs> yeah, I do like the fact he gets a bit raged. And <laughs> yesterday, I thought, oh my, I could spill over. Did that because he kind of dropped the elbow and what have you on him and and stuff. But I'm a bit of a fan. When we talk about no leaders, I, I see one there. Maybe, you know, maybe it could be our captain. Or I don't know, but he's a guy I think we can build on. I know he's going to not get any younger, but he does seem to be, uh, he still looks after himself. I, I'm a fan.
5: Needs hair
4: though, doesn't he?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, Neil's right, Matt his hair's terrible.
5: Matt, well,
4: have you been looked, impressed with him?
3: Steaman, uh, on and off. It uh, looks, uh, I agree with Neil, his hair's a shocker. He looks like the doc from Back to the Future, a younger version, doesn't he? So he <laughs> needs to, uh, he needs to get, you know, could do a kit release in front of Huddersfield train station, couldn't you, with uh, a DeLorean? But, um yeah, he's done well. He's done well for the most part. He's um, a good character, like you say. Um, he's uh, he's quite solid. He, he plays out from the back well. That's that's, that's, a, that's a plus as well. He's, he's comfortable on the ball. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's done quite well, mate.
4: He's one that you'd kind of build around. But how good does it feel to be safe for your game ago? Because we'll always be honoured by Birmingham 2001. We will, won't Town don't do last days very well, do they? And I think that's the good thing. Now we can kind of watch the game on Wednesday, and God knows what team we'll put out. But it
5: would have been horrific to rock up away at uh-huh. Millwall, possibly chasing a playoff place, needing yeah. to get. But yeah, not for me. There's only one winner there. Uh, is it? it'd would have you make... a... Sorry to do
0: your job because would you no, inside on Wednesday, like because I saw some people saying oh, it'd be good to play daily or Scott High. I don't know, would you change it up? I think it'd have been good to play them starting nine games ago, to be honest. I
5: think I think we've missed a trick over this spell by not including the fact that Daly and High have got nowhere near bench other than I think Daly been on bench once, has he? Mm. The fact that they can't get in t a, a 20-man match day squad is pretty damning to be honest. I'm, I, it's really, really surprised me and disappointed me um with some of the luster stuff that we've seen. Um I, I would have liked to have seen them and let's be fair. Daly's breakthrough It were down at Charlton in a horrible game I mean that really what a dire game of football and then yeah. he's, he's popped up with a with a, a winner just when he won. it last kick it game took it really well we haven't seen him since yeah. so you know I, th- I, think I think he's deserved more of a chance especially when it's been as bad as it has been but next season I'd like to see him mean, you, you won't see him Wednesday I think he'll just I think he'll just stick with rolling out the 20 I think he'll probably give the likes of maybe Kachunga, Kwana, etc., who are, are going to be going. I think they might get a game if they mm. want to play. But I, I, I'll be completely honest with you. I okay, what team he puts out
4: on Wednesday now. Not bothered. Doesn't <laughs> matter, does it? Slaven Bilic uh, seemed to be friends with a lot of our team, didn't he? I wondered what, you know, like in the second half, that were a weird one, wasn't it? Where we were waiting to come out. I think we were taking his time and I thought he was going to go down then and start kicking off. But then he went well, over I to Stankovic. No, he went over to Stankovic and I think they smiled. So I don't know if he. Kind of knew they knew each other from kind of teams in the past and stuff, but no, he's not a man I'd want to kind of mess with really. And uh, he seems I, I, I like Slavon Bilic. I'll always remember that. Obviously, the McLaren Waller with the brolly game pouring down at Wembley, where he were there wanting a pro, no problem. I like think he a jumper, just like look at you know, crack on that kind he's of thing.
5: He's a fan you can get behind, isn't he? He's got that yeah. bit of bit of he's got that passion and that bit of needle about him and that bit of you know. The, the stuff that we've been missing, that bit of bastard, mm-hmm. we've been missing that off and on pitch, and you need that. And I think that's one thing I really would like to see us doing somebody sign a couple of players who are probably less than popular with opposition, you know, mm-hmm. but the ones who, as, as a fan, you can really, really get behind and love them because they're horrible. Matt, so and
4: it, what we need. Matt, any comments coming through on what, what we're uh, chatting rubbish about?
3: Mate, I can barely hear you lot with the way this stream's going for my for me over here. But um yeah, there's a few. Um I, I personally am not that I'm I'm not surprised that the young ones haven't been thrown in. I think Cowley said at one point it's not the time for young players, and I I kind of agree with that. I don't think um I know there's the 20 man squad, but I don't think some of them are ready really to go in. But personal personal opinions. Um the other comments that come through the tail off a little bit. Uh, Andrew Rand says he, he's heard Rangers want daily. Um Ponty Terry says, I would have played Daly in High Wednesday, but not against Millwall because they'll get bullied. Uh, Lee Oates has also said, Rumor is Daily's heading to Rangers. Uh, I've not heard or seen that one, to be honest, so that's that's a new one on me. Leo says, we definitely need to invest in a new goalkeeper. Would like Lossell back, but I can't see that happening. Uh, no, I think the number two at Everton might have been released, so that could make uh, Jonas the permanent number two there. Uh, and uh, Pete Collins says, is it Christmas at Brady's house?
0: Uh, it it is not I mean it felt like Christmas after Smith
3: round uh, (laughs) last night (laughs) nice recovery
4: Matt what it's I did a God I don't know why I set myself up So I sent a two minute voicemail to Brentford fans why there were no chance whatsoever we were going to do them a favour last night so I've had a few texts this morning and they are bricking it struck excited they're washing machine stomachs where do you (laughs) see the automatic promotion race now because all of a sudden, Brentford have had no real pressure on them. And today, they go to Stoke. The pressure is on the bees now. I'd love them to do it, but who's going to do it? Well,
3: I'll, <laughs> stick me, I'll stick my neck out and say one of them's already up. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but um, yeah, Brentford have got the momentum, haven't they? But now, all of a sudden, that psychology switches. The, the chaser, you know, they've been the chaser for so long. And now, all of a sudden, they've, they've chased somebody down and they've got to overtake. And it's that mental side, isn't it, whereby... It's okay chasing if you like, but all of a sudden it's a different pressure for for overtaking. Um, I think West West, Brom deserved to go up.
5: Last night, Matt, didn't they? Yeah, West
3: Brom. I watched West Brom against Fulham and I was saying on on the last podcast, West Brom looked nervous. Uh, They looked really nervous and tentative and I thought they did last night. Uh, Brentford will be interesting because Stoke are not quite safe yet, although I think they seem to think they are. So I think it just depends. Yeah, Yeah, I just think it just depends if Stoke feel like they're safe. But I... I would say that if Brentford win today, they'll go up, but you know, there's only two games left, so it's not like I'm sticking my neck out far on that one. I,
5: I'd absolutely love to see them go up. It's, we've had, be, I mentioned it on Twitter and somebody replied that it'd be gutted to, to miss the away day there because, yeah, it is one of the best away days you can have. But I just think to see a club like Brentford, I don't mean that with any disrespect whatsoever. I, I'm one of these who, who will love to see your Brentfords and Towns and Bournemouths and... Whoever else get in Premier League and have a go and mix it with big boys, I think you know if you've earned that right, you deserve to be there. And they have been up there, probably with Leeds as the the two best footballing sides in division. Um, there's too much.
3: There's too much arrogance and snobbery at that top top level as well, Neil. You know, absolutely. I don't think, is, yeah. look, so oh, I, I want Preston to go up. I want Brentford to go up. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. The, the the only problem maybe that. You could have is Brentford won't get the same amount of crap that we got for not belonging there because they're a London club, so people look at them London. It. So they won't get half the slaver we have, you know. And, and you know, Bournemouth don't get much either. And I hope Bournemouth come down to be honest, because I just don't, don't particularly. Still like
5: get, <laughs> the, the, they will still get the amount of you know, you know, your Danny Murphy's who just don't know names that players are oh, meant <laughs> to you know, we so talk not,
3: about, we talk about our club needing a, a sweep out, you know, a, you know, a clean sweep of, of personnel out, you know, the the, me, the media itself needs an even bigger sweep because there are so I, many cretins that talk sure. about a game without knowing the first thing about what they're talking about. I'm talking Men like about, us, like, well, us, yeah, <laughs> but, but we don't get paid <laughs> no. for it. But I'm, t- <laughs> I'm talking about people like Danny Murphy and Chris Sutton and Danny Mills and, you know, idiots oh, like man, that who are an absolute disgrace to their <laughs> profession. But, you know, personal opinion.
4: Well, Go on, I love it Matt I
0: love yeah, it. it it's not opinion mate it's bang on no, absolutely I mean going back to Brentford though I, I think they'll do it um, I think they're a well-run club as well you know in a lot of ways I'd want Cat Town to be similar They, their scouting network's incredible pick up players on the cheap sell them like Marpe sell loads for 20 million I, I think they play they play nice football they've got some good players and I do think West Brom I was beating them last night. They did look nervous. I mean, like we say, Austin was crying at the end. Brady um,
3: did them. Just, Bra- Bra- it.
0: Into the playoffs. And then, you know, when, when you've been in the top two, I mean, they've been in the top two since October, you know, to drop out last minute and then go into the playoffs. They
3: do deserve it a little bit, the West Brom, don't they, I think. Brady, oh,
0: they yeah. do, they do. But yeah, I think if they drop in, in into the playoffs, I don't, I don't see them winning it. Um, Brady, they, they've
4: been their Academy and controversially obviously we followed do you think that's kind of got anything to do with it i mean it's a bit early maybe to yeah maybe is there a message there for anyone
0: i think well potentially i i suppose it's if you is doing well i think they they've got really good scouting networks and obviously they they're into their like sports science and all the data insight on players and you know they work with a lot of um analytical <laughs> companies to get the stats on players.
5: You can travel a lot though, and go abroad to play a lot yeah. of competitive football for under 21s under 23s etc.
0: Yeah. I, I,
5: foundation uh, there.
0: The, yeah they're, they're solid. I mean you, like like you said they, they, they buy cheap they sell Marpey for like 20 million and they, you know Watkins who was a winger they turned into a striker I just yeah I'd love to have, to have a system like that I think you know we, we've got a lot of young players who've been tipped a lot but Yeah, uh, potentially Cosie. to be suppose roundabout way of answering your question, potentially. But I do think you need the right people. I do think they use the analytical data side well. Uh, And That's not everything. Obviously, you need your scouting, but you need both. And I think more clubs are going to use the data as well as your scouts. Um, And I'm surprised, to be honest, more clubs don't do it at the moment because, you know, it's working well for Brentford. It works well for the top clubs and... Yeah, you know. Matt mm.
4: the big game of the day though, well, I suppose Brentford fans would argue and West Brom, what have you, but just down the M sixty two East, uh Clive Sullivan way, turn left, get your chips by the ground. What I mean it's we deep can, what,
3: rather than the football there, mate.
4: We can be chilled, can't we, about it now, but what Hull as no surprise after what happened, there's their fans are on an absolute downer. Luton you... Probably all will win knowing football, but how do you see that one going today?
3: Um, not bothered now <laughs> <laughs> after we've won last night. Great uh, insight.
4: This is why we yeah, got the great analysis. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I don't know. Hull seem really down, but you kind of half expect a response, you know, from, from an 8 0 thrashing. You kind of think if they don't respond now, they never will. Uh, but they've only won one game, haven't they, since New Year's Day? So, um, Luton, I thought they would oh, kick
5: on. They like do like, they don't
3: know. I yeah, I thought. Away I, thought I... I thought they might kick on a bit, Luton, and beat QPR, but they didn't. So, I, I think it'll either be a draw or a sneaky Luton win. I, I think Luton might sneak up. To be honest, yeah, the Blackburn last day, they win
4: that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they've got an outside chance. Of, well, not even an outside chance. I think they've got a good chance of staying up, Luton. Yeah.
4: No, it's it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting day, but it's going to be beautiful for us because we can be chilled and uh, be excited. Uh, you know, for next season, really. So I suppose before we, we close, unless you've got any comments, Matt, just to kind of go around everybody. Uh, Neil, we're safe. It's been tough to watch. uh Probably not enjoyable. We've had two seasons, let's be honest, pretty much misery. Oh. How do you feel as a Town fan uh, this morning, kind of with your crystal ball, knowing a new season starting September? We've got a lot of work to do, mate, haven't we?
5: Thank God this one's over, to be honest, because it has been... We've had, we've had two years of dire, turgid, inept everything from top to bottom. It's been bloody awful, depressing. Being in games and think you know going one down and knowing you're done, that were bad enough in Premier League. But this season, it made it feel even worse. Um, so, just relieved and, you know, end of day looking forward. They've, they've pulled out a result last night, decent performance, but I think, watch this space, because a lot will change over the summer. A lot. Ooh.
4: Interesting.
3: That's Matt. more of a crystal ball than an AMC ball you've got there, Neil, I think.
4: <laughs> Matt, similar views to Neil?
3: Uh, yeah, look, I think we've realised, haven't we, that things have got to change. If we carry on doing the same thing, then we'll just have a similar season again. I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think, uh, the, you know, from speaking to Phil, I don't know Phil personally, despite what some might think is he's on the podcast a few times, but um, yeah, I don't know him, but the impression I get from Phil is that he won't settle for this season again. You know, he's, he's ambitious. He wants us to push on. And I think he realizes that change is needed. Uh, the change on the playing staff is needed more than anything I would suggest. And I think we'll probably see a lot of players go out the, the trick or the the problem is the, as, as he mentions, the the financial impact it's, it's got across football and, and how uh, how we might get value for money on some of the players that go out. And because I don't think a lot of them are going to go to the top end of the Premier League where money isn't an object, you know, and, and teams are owned by countries, so to speak. So uh, I think it's a case of making sure we get the right amount of money. Half a turkey seems interested in half of our players. So, you know, I think we'll see a lot of people, you know, you had a and et etc., go back uh, and play abroad, you know. I think there's decisions to be made on people like Steve Mounier, yeah, you know, is, is Steve Mounier a top earner? I, I, I love Steve Mounier. He's one of my absolute favorites, but does he fit in and does he justify the wage that he's on maybe? And you've got to look at certain things like this and I'd love him to stay and, and, you know, cert, you know, feed, feed the guy, you know, and, you know, but, you know, we've got to look in who's the man. you know, the manager, does he think he's going to be a starting striker? Campbell, has he done enough? Are we going to look for another striker? There's all sorts of things in there. There's, you know, when, when you start to think about it, there's all sorts of uh, repercussions and, and ways we could go. But I think there's got to be a bit of a broom uh, on the playing side. And I think we going to I'll be completely
5: mystery. honest. I, I agree with everything you've said there, Matt. I said the, but the only thing that. Makes a change. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's only three players that I'll be sorry to see leave this summer. If Not it many. happens. <laughs> yeah. If it
3: happens. I'll be sorry
5: to see. Can I have right. a guess?
3: Can I have a guess at them? Well, Schindler's got to be one of them, hasn't he? <laughs> and Benter? <laughs> Dear <Deakabe. laughs>
5: Andy no, King. <laughs> now
4: I'd,
5: I'd be sorry to see um O'Brien go, because we haven't seen anywhere near the best of in a time shirt yet. Don't
4: be saying that. I don't I don't want him to go. <laughs> I know
5: either, but we've got to be realistic that he, he, he's one of the few players who we could sell for decent money.
3: So you'd you think maybe him or Bakuna, wouldn't you would probably go. Yeah,
5: absolutely, um. but I wouldn't be sorry to see Bakuna go. Um, it, but me three obviously O'Brien because of what I've just said, and the other two um, Schindler and Ogg because of what they've done for the club since they both signed. Both legends in my eyes, um, and in many others. But I just I genuinely think, as hard as it is to say, that it's time for them both to seek pastors new and refresh because I think they've been. There was one pitch yesterday It showed them to hugging each other after the game and you could just see what it meant to them both. And they've they've been players that we
4: could get behind and we could love. Ox on a long deal, though, in it? Nearly. I don't know. Extension? I, think, I, think, I think they've
5: been... Think it runs really out next
3: year. Hurt. I think it runs out right.
5: next year. I think they've been really hurt by the last couple of years. And you can see it in the manner, in their performances. And I just think for the, their own sake, I think they, they both need to... Move on and get a fresh start somewhere, but yeah, they'd be the only three that'd be sad to see go. Everybody else, I'm not bothered to be honest.
4: Brady, glad to see the back of this longest season in history.
0: Yeah, thank thank God. I think I think that was just we just had to get it done, um, and then we can look forward. I do think there needs to be a lot of change in the summer, like Lad said.
3: That's um, what those arrows are in the background for, exactly. isn't it, Brady? Yeah. Yeah,
0: going up. He had uh, them turned yeah. down.
3: He had them turned down other way before last night. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, no sideways. <laughs> As the goals went in, up. Um. Yeah. No. I I agree with Neil. Um. I do wonder with Schindler, you know, if it's best for everyone if he if he goes somewhere. Because I mean, he wears his heart on his you know heart on his sleeve, and he's taking a real battering, you know. And I, he's he's a great player, and like we were talking about mentality and i think it's really hit him hard and i wonder if he deserves a fresh start i think you know ultimately it's up to them you know i would keep him in the squad i mean with Hogg i do wonder next season if we did keep him which you, you know would you play him less and not have him start every game
4: Ready? Um, i'll th- i'll throw this at you though man the only thing i'd say is get rid of this get rid of that get rid of him he needs to go blah 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 We've hardly a short blessed, window in it. We've hardly blessed with a big enough squad as it is, mate. We're, we're going to need uh, to sign double digit players. No, and uh, I, I think, I think the is, I'm just
5: saying that they're only three I'd be sad to see go.
0: Yeah. And I think yeah. um, if we're being honest, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we have to keep some players we don't want to keep because we can't get rid of them and we need the squad depth. So um, well,
3: I'm, I'm thinking maybe as well, Brady, there's an alternative argument as well that, you know, if, you know, hopefully we've stayed up now and and that draws a line for people like Schindler and Hogg, and maybe they can come out the other side now and start to, you know, be a bit feel a bit more free. There's that there's that yeah. side as well. Maybe all of a sudden the relief and the pressure goes from the shoulders and maybe we see, uh, oh. we see a happier, happier side. And if that's the case, then then I'm blocking Leeds Bradford Airport. Schindler's not allowed to <laughs> go. I mean,
0: I, I don't get me wrong, I, I want Schindler to stay, I want Hogg to stay I, I mean I love Christopher Schindler, who doesn't, you know, and I, I want them
3: to Heavens, that's who behind.
0: That's they did but I don't know well we'll have to see well it's going to be a big change in the summer you know the Cowleys need to stamp their authority on the squad a bit more and um, yeah it's, it, I think it's going to it's going to be really interesting no one knows what the transfer window is going to be like like you say you know I, I know we've criticized Grant but he, he scored the goals that kept us up and I think from the outside view when you talk to other fans they seem to rate him because all they see is his goal tally so you know I'd definitely sell him and if we can improve the squad you know I'd do that but there's a lot of questions, you know. This we need a keeper, we need a right back, we need a lot of depth.
3: Trev, get Trev back. I've already told him. Well, I'll send a car for him. <laughs> you
0: know <what> I mean, <laughs> no, I would keep. I, I would mean... keep Shalimar, but a lot of changes need to be made. You know, I think from me though, I just
4: you get this. We've had so many kick-ins the last two seasons, but today's kind of on last night's reminded me why I love Odyssey Town. I feel proper proud. I was buzzing. <laughs> I would. I kind of reveled in the fact that we kind of did Leeds a favour, even though people might not agree. It made me realise why I, I still love him. I still love the Tan and I always will till they put me in a coffin at Mark Krem, because it mattered. Me and you, Neil, dancing about under that marquee, you know, for a game that God, we've we've won a game, really. But it's shades, it's, shades it's, of
3: Bournemouth, Neil. Is that what we're saying? Weatherspoon's Bournemouth. Is that what you're doing? I, I, Depeche I, I, Mode.
4: I'm I'm bloody hell! Yeah. But no, so the Cowley brothers and Dale Marsden, looking for that management uh, <laughs> triple next season there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, point. I think we're back after the Mill game. We're going to come on at 10 o'clock. Uh, the game finishes off about 20 past nine. We'll let Radio Leeds do their thing, and then we'll come on and we'll... I think, shall we try and review the season as well, maybe?
3: Uh, we'll do that the week after.
4: Right, OK. But, yeah, I suppose we will uh, we can talk. up. Let's hope we're talking about maybe another joyous day. And you know what? We've... Uh, I've nothing against West Brom, but it might be nice to stop Millwall uh, getting into the playoffs. I don't really know their situation today, but it's uh, it's been quite a ride. But you don't you just uh, love a surprise? And we got it last night as well. So, unless there's any more comments, Martin, anything anyone else wants to add?
3: Uh, let's say uh, let's have a have a goose down here. So Ted Chipperton says chin up, Neil. Um, Ponty Terry says some of the players West Brom brought off the brought off the bench were ridiculous. Yep, imagine that. Oh, Brett's it's retracted a few messages what's going on uh, i know <laughs> i want to know what they are now
4: probably got brady's uh, arrows i reckon no no i don't think i think you're, arrows, right. guys. I think you're just
3: jealous that's
0: what
3: it is <laughs> I- i'm off to buy some from ikea or wherever you got them from now um, but yeah craig blad says uh exactly what he's been saying nothing wrong with VAR. it's the people that use it refereeing standards need improving um and old boys networks get in the way but yeah so uh Terrier7N2 says, what do you think will happen next season uh, with regards to digital season tickets to watch games on iFollow? But it's um, I think that's all up in the air, isn't it, at the minute?
4: Let's hope they're better than Neil's iFollow's been anyway. Jesus, it's been like watching telepathy news. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. not, not yesterday. Yesterday, but less
5: yesterday, were superb tele-out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, only, a, only a little bit of buffering. <laughs> that's twice. Three, three times a lady. Good to oh, seconds.
3: Seconds. Yeah. You know, well, since you've sung us out, because is isn't it? So I think with with a win, I, I think you might have to uh, oh, open those uh, vocal cords. Mm.
4: What was that we were singing yesterday, Cos? Oh, yeah. It was. Oh no. What, what? Someone please talk before we can uh, kind of lose the way. But ah, oh, it was something about ah. Oh, it's gone, man. I'll have to bring it back for Wednesday.
5: Yeah, we will think about it i, can't I think it, i think
4: it was something don goodman said and then we just burst into a, a song yeah. and that as well i like don goodman by the way even though i think he leads in Bradford, isn't innit but don't matter it's a good airport in it end of the day let's look at the positives <laughs> yeah but no guys thanks very much for uh, for watching this morning hope you have a beautiful saturday and just remember when all the seal town stay up again ta-ra, ta-ra. <laughs> god i'm off ciao <laughs>